That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything of people afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? That's my inner circle. That's your inner circle? <laughs> All right, so we're back for another episode, and I would like for you to repeat what you just said. Okay. Five Guys, Noodles and Company, Chipotle, Cava. That is my food inner circle. <laughs> so we, you know, we always say we we do four of these at a time. And usually we take a break in between, but today I've got something going on a little later in the afternoon. So we gotta we're on a you know, we gotta stick to it, right? And Morgan said, if we get through this early or or quick, can we still swing by Cava? And I was like, Well, if we get done quick enough where we can eat a so we at least get it to go. We don't have to stay there. So Morgan has been like Moving faster than I've ever seen him move before. <laughs> I'm thinking about, I ain't have confidence in like two months, man. I don't even know what to do with myself. When I could actually just be an adult and drive down to Wilmington on my own. <laughs> I don't really need to wait for a majority, but it, it don't taste the same without well, you, man. Well, yeah, that's definitely a part of our experience. And last month, I had a, a meeting with the city for Ocean Fest that I couldn't, you know, couldn't miss. So we're uh, we've missed our Cava date. Our post-recording Kava date. Yes. Matter of fact, I would ask you, because I, I I think this is... Hey, Kava, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> this it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally up for it. All I need is food, free food, once a week for a year. Yeah, we would do it for that. That's Hell yeah, I'll do it for it. I'll do it for half that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right? We, we, can, we can make it happen. And you, make sure you give us everything it costs. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, you got Ocean Fest, right? Like, how did you get involved in that? Like, like, did you know somebody? My buddy is the one who kind of was the, started it. Right. And uh, I guess that's leading us right into our, look at this guy, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on it now. We going to get this done. We going to get this episode done. So we're talking circle. about inner circle. <laughs> yes, he's a, a very close friend. He's in my inner circle, uh, My you know, one of my best buds. And he he started it. Okay. And uh, the first year, I really went just to to be there, and it ended up helping out. And then the COVID hit, and then the next year that we did it, which was last year post COVID, um, I stepped into a larger role, you know, because I had retired and had a little more time and, and passionate about it and all of that kind of stuff. But yes, that came from my inner circle. Right. And so, did like, did he ask you to do it, or like, did? Like what I'm trying to get at, like not only did he ask you to do it, is like, did you feel a more of a responsibility to be there for him? Oh, 100 percent. There we go. 100 percent. There we go. And I've told him, you know, <laughs> I because I've taken now I'm doing the whole operations thing. Last year I did the volunteer. I was the director of volunteers and we had 170 plus volunteers, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. It's a big event if you. Ocean Ocean Fest plug, October 7th and 8th, <laughs> Surf City, North Carolina. We've got be nine. Be there or be square. That's right. We've got nine bands. Okay. Um, I think we're at like 50-something vendors. We're maxed out on vendors, and we have a waiting list. We've got food trucks. We've got- um, You're maxed out? There are people, vendors, that have hit us up that are on a waiting list because we only have so many spots. Yeah. With the town and all that. So anyway, I did the volunteer thing last year, ended up doing a lot of the operational stuff anyway. And this year, 
said, okay, I'll step into the operations role so that he can really focus on big picture stuff, the bands, the big sponsors, all that. And then I've got a, an amazing team also doing, you know, directors of all the other areas. So somebody else is doing volunteers and, and everything else. We, as we talk about inner circle, you know, what, one thing that interests me and that is very unique is like, we don't always pick our inner circle. That's true. <laughs> like you probably just like, hey, let me meet this. You know, what's his name? Mark. Mark. I'm gonna go get to know Mark. I want him to be a part of my inner circle. <laughs> no, <laughs> like you're it, right. It just happens. It just happens, right? And you start off, you know, for he and I, it started off as as friends, and we met each other in California. And then when I moved out here, he. Oh, that don't even that long. Yes. That's a long. Yes, long and time. right. Okay. So we only met twice in California. You know, hit it off, talked, whatever at the project that was going on and then didn't see him at all didn't keep in touch nothing when i moved out here a mutual friend said hey you know he still he lives out there you should reach out and maybe he can recommend a realtor and then we ended up living within a mile of each other and just you know became besties from there so it started off as that as far as the right him being the a universe part of brought my out of, yeah, yeah the universe did. kind of brought y'all together and that's the unique part. The, the, that's what I feel unique because I, as I look at my own inner circle, the people that I have in it, how did they get there, right? And so, how many? How many would you say? How many people would you say are in your inner circle? Like, if you had to put a number on it, I'd have to sit down and really think about it. But I would and say, and does number matter? At the at well, that question, two 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 questions. N- number does not matter. Okay, I think your inner circle is whatever you determine it to be. The the way I judge my real inner circle is who do I entrust implicitly? Who can I say anything to? That's my inner circle. And it's interesting that makes because it tight. Well, it does, but I also have there's six of us from high school. I only went to high school in Florida for two years, but I stay in touch with those dudes. It's crazy. There's six of us that are That's the ones that were at your retirement, yes. right? Okay. And we're still like you know, the best of friends. I would trust those dudes implicitly. I don't see them all the time. You don't need to. Yeah. But I trust them implicitly. I have a crew of military friends that I always forget so-and-so doesn't know so-and-so. You know, because in You've my done mind, that to me before. He was like, yeah, yeah so, so, so. I was like, who are we talking about, bro? Right. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and you'll tell me. <laughs> and I think that's a good indicator of when you're in me personally. If you're in my inner circle, you know because I assume you know the other people in the inner circle. Because in my mind, everybody is in that level of trust. Mm. So I think trust is huge when it comes to inner circle. So trust. That would be write my number down. one. Write yeah, Tr- I'll write it down for the show notes. <laughs> trust. You got the paper. Uh, I think that is that's a huge one, and as a lot of people know, that <sighs> trust is earned, not given, right? And um, I trust my inner circle as well, and it. It's so freeing to have somebody to that you you can be like implicitly like yourself. Like you can, there's no holding back. It's like I'm gonna cry today. I'm gonna cry, and there's gonna be no judgment. If I want to say f this and this this, I don't have to worry about it getting back to five four three two one because sometimes we just need to get stuff out, or you just knowing that this is a big one that even you say is like. I don't need to talk to you every day, but I know when I call you, you'll be there. And the flip side to the inner circle 
are also the people that will tell you, hey, Morgan, you're, you're off. Mm-hmm. Or you're, you know, that wasn't right what you did. Or whatever. So I look to, that trust is two ways. I trust them with information. I also trust them to tell me when I'm wrong or to hold me accountable or to poke me and say, hey, what were you thinking there? I have I have a person or a friend in my inner circle that told me because we always talk, right? And he started off, uh, Juan, I'm talking about you. I just want to go ahead and say it on on the air. I'm talking about you. And it was funny because we've been we were we were together, you know, at the the two speaking engagements that I just had, and um, I you know I, I talked to him very direct, right? Because I can, I know I can, like I I know I cannot talk to everyone like that, so I don't. And so I just tell him stuff, and he's. I, I wish I could actually have time to pull it up. He's like, he said, "I'm I'm glad we have a close enough relationship where you don't have to beat around the bush, and you can tell me something that probably really, really like is important or that would usually hurt that I can look at in a, in a place where I know that you're still trying to help me, right? Because sometimes you just can't. You can't when you're talking to people outside your circle. You got to be like. Well, what what I need you to see here is that and you got to you got to tell this elaborate story to get them so they know that you're not attacking them or you know they can do something differently with your inner circle is like bro, you should stop doing this cuz A B and C. You make me feel A B and C. You're you're treating the other person A B and C. And you can be straight up with them and and they will receive it in a place like man, that sucked, but I get it. And oftentimes that accountability piece comes in where they might be venting to you and you're able to share the other side to play devil's advocate. So if they're sitting in victim mode saying all this, blah, 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 and then you're like, well, yeah, but what about X, Y, Z? And they're like, damn you. I've shared, yeah. I think you've done that. I mean, not directly, but like you've done that for me is where I'm like, I might be saying something about, you know, home life or or, or work life. Hell, you had some of those things too where, I'm like this, this, and then, well, well, what did what did you do? That's right. Like, yeah, what, what's your part? <laughs> in what it? is your part? And it's like I need to know. Like, can you tell me? You always ask, like, can you tell me a little bit more? Or like, you, you, you try to be curious about like the whole situation, not just about what I'm telling you about, because there's always different parts to it. And um, like they, it's like, well, you know, I know how you feel. You've been empathetic. Like, I get how you feel, but based off what you said or did, you can't. You can't do that, or wouldn't you expect that to happen? And then, as you pull your emotions out of the situation, they they that third party, that inner circle third party, can really can guide you away from playing. You know, woe is me. Like, oh, and then you go, and I know I had these moments in in, in within my inner circle where I go, damn, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like you literally showed me something that I didn't see. And I'm like, oh, it's all me. It's all me. I love you and I hate you. And I and, I, and for me, I say it over and over again because like I, I want to be angry. Mm-hmm. And but the the truth that the because that's the good thing about the inner circle. They know you. They know they know you intimately, right? They understand why you think, and they they've had other conversations with you, and they can tell you when your shit stink. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And you want to tell them to go f themselves, <laughs> but you're like, oh, I love you so much, but and you're so right. And all you do, all you can do is just like, 
I, you know, you can be better. And it, and it's like you and your friend, like you, you want to show up for them, right? And you say, oh, well, fixing this for you, but you, I do it for me. But it also feels good to for me to know that you played a part in that growth, right? And to give you the give you the credit where credit is due is like you were right, and it could be something that simple or thank you, mm-hmm. you know, um, those those interrelationships. We talk about personal stuff, right? Um, what about like the the professional side? Like, is that is there yeah. a good is there a good or bad place to have an inner circle like is is a professional environment inner circle the same as a personal environment in a circle i would agree that it's similar and the things that you need from it and again i'm speaking from my own experience right i need trust i need accountability i need respect going both ways it's it's a two-way street and i was facilitating the coaching and training this weekend and one of the people in there brought up the concept that if you want to be better or if you want to be a certain type of person or a certain type of professional or whatever, if you want to be better at something, you hang out with people that are better at that than you are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's a part of that circle. And maybe that's not the true inner circle, but that might be the ring right outside of the bullseye where you're hanging out with people and they're in your circle and there is trust and accountability and respect. Maybe you, they're not the person you could tell your deepest, darkest secret to because they're, it's a professional environment, Mm -hmm. but you trust them with everything else. And you're, you're, I don't, striving is not the right word because that's got a negative, a negative spin to it, but you're, you're growing and you're growing by hanging out with people that are better than you. And I think back to when I was a kid and I played a lot of racquetball and I always played with people that were better than me and I got really good because I, they were they were like bringing my game up by playing with people that were always better. Right, right. And then, you know, there's there's things that you bring to the table as well. Just because they're better at you in general doesn't mean that you're not bringing something to that circle. And I think that's when you've, I guess truly get that circle concept is it's give and take all over the place. But, you know, and I think we've said it on the show before you're the average of the three to five people you hang around with the most. So that's personally, that's professionally, that's in every aspect of your life. What, um, so that's a good point. Like I literally was thinking about that. Um, I remember read, I mean, I was, it was a long time ago. It was, uh, Will Smith, and he talked about like who, like, if you looked at your your cell phone right now, the top five people that would be that are texting you, like how are they bringing value? Yeah. Are they bringing value? Are they bringing drama? And kind of looking at the people that you interact with the most, and what um what do they bring to the table? How do you like do you how do you measure that? Like is 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 that something? I mean, I think. No, I answered my question without even asking it. It's like there is something that you need to look at. Like you just can't put anybody in your inner circle. And I don't – does just inner circle change? Like does it evolve? Like, But I kind of answer – I keep answering my own question. Like it, it, it evolves, but like is there – put it this way. Will you outgrow our inner circle? Or will you, if you do it right, will it just grow with you? I think if you do it right, it's growing with you. Okay. 
I think that having a strong inner circle comes with, again, we talk about all the time, self-awareness, self-work, and self-care. That is a huge part of maintaining a Every healthy- Every time you say that, it sounds so good. <laughs> it maintains, that's a part of maintaining the healthy inner circle. You have to be self-aware enough to know that this person does not belong in my inner circle because that happens to all of us at one point or another. You think somebody is super trustworthy or whatever, and then they show themselves not to be. You have to be self-aware enough to say that person's not healthy enough to be in my circle or not healthy for my circle. I should and say. have the courage to like to disconnect from that person. And that's the self-work and self-care. The self-work, okay. the self-care is saying after you've realized it to then get them out, the self-work is actually getting them out. Man, say that and say that the three part again. That's yeah. like a, that's like a trifecta. So the self awareness is knowing that identifying that this person is not a healthy individual to be in my circle. Okay. The self care is taking the action to say I'm going to get them out. That's taking care of yourself. Okay. And the work piece of it is actually doing it because yes. that can be the hardest part. Okay, I like that. I think those are like you know we always looking within each episode like what can we take away from that like. If you didn't write that down, you need to go back and rewind it because I'm not going to ask them to say it. Maybe i ask them to say it at the end. <laughs> Maybe at the uh, end. Maybe at the end, but we ain't re- revisiting it. But I think you said that in the car uh, today. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and when you said it, it sounds good every time. I, I love things that just sound like they're supposed to be together. And there's always it's always a rhythm to how life works. Yeah. Right? And I think that's one of the rhythms of about having the right people in your life. It's a rhythm in, in life in general. When it comes to like how to carry yourself and how to um, use self care in general, um, those are those are big pieces to it. And over time, you know, as you evolve, and that's the that's the great thing about people evolving with you that you all grow. And like I watched like your the guys, you you talked about them, uh, the mm-hmm. ones that you grew grew up with, and they're all like. Pretty successful. They're all wildly successful. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You are too, though. Yeah. You're all right, though. In my own right. Right. But these I mean, dudes are wildly yeah, successful. You don't, don't compare their success with financial success. But no. it's, you know what I mean? Like, I think that you're just, I mean, you're but command talking, master though, chief, bro. Like, but 30 talking, years in the Navy. Like, that don't happen. That ain't a, that's not a, well, you know that's not a normal thing. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, and it's interesting because all of us, well, with the exception of one, but took care of himself when he saw that he was not in a healthy relationship. But all of us have, like, very strong families. When I say wildly successful, I don't attribute that to money. Okay. Although some of them are wildly successful, I, th- I assume, financially. But it's more about where they are. They've, they've grown into these positions that they want to be, or they've started, like, crazy businesses, and they've got good family lives. They're healthy. When we all get together— it's just this, and we're all so different. We're, we're so similar, but we're so different. And so it's, it's awesome because we're talking about all these different things that are going on in our lives and going on, you know, personally, professionally, all of that stuff. Um, Did y'all help each other get there? Do you think that, that each one of you all played a part for the other? I think or? it's a great question because objectively you could say no. In the sense of... Because you can't just touch it, feel it, taste it type thing. Well, or like we weren't... None of us are in the same industry. So it's not like the guys, you know, helped me... Let me get you this client. In my military or any of that kind of stuff. However, they had a massive impact and helped me immensely just with that support that your inner circle provides. 
they were always there for me to talk to. They were always there to hold me accountable for things. And so, or when I'm faced with decisions, I also think about, and this might come out wrong, I don't know, but what would my inner circle think? You know no, I mean? that is, that's, I mean, because it's, it's like your, your, I would call it a man-made conscience. Right, or like, you know, they talk <laughs> about your, who's your board of directors yeah, and all that stuff. Right. So I feel that that's helped all of us kind of stay on this good path of, you know, living with integrity and, and all those things because you hold yourself to the level of the people you're surrounded by. And if you're holding your, if, if you're surrounding yourself with people that are trustworthy and, and accountable and all the positive things that we want in life, then you're going to hold yourself to that level. Well, that's, well in, in that point, with that point and in it is the other side of the coin. Oh, here comes the other side. How do we remove or don't, how do we remove people from the inner circle, right? That could be the first question. And then the second question is like, when do you know that somebody has, you know, uh, wore out their welcome? I would say that's gut. We know long before we're ready to admit it. And that's the self-awareness piece. You normally know when you're in a bad relationship, whether it's inner circle mm -hmm. or other you know, type of stuff. When you're willing to admit it to yourself is the real question. And then when are you willing to actually start taking care of yourself and doing the work to, to change the situation? Again, victim to creator. The victim's going to sit in it and say, oh, man, this isn't right. Right. <laughs> and just sit there. And sit there. And just pause. Like, this ain't right. I ain't going to fix it, though, but it ain't right. How have you removed people from your inner circle? Because I'm assuming I was not. actually thinking about that. Um, and what the, the, the question that I had for myself when, you know, before you even asked, it was like, did it have anything to do with like maturity or age? Um, because I see it as right like right now, it's like let's go with people that are not as mature. Because I don't think like you said age doesn't play a part. Because you can still be old and dumb and young and dumb. So like and young and brilliant. Yeah, young and brilliant. So it, it that doesn't matter. But when you are when you lack maturity, that awareness that you keep talking mm -hmm. about. Um, you think everybody is in your inner circle. Like you think everybody is close to you and and you think everybody wants the best for you and um you or you 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 want to listen to everybody. And that all of those are not true, right? All of those are not true. Because most of these people are so superficial, right? Um that they don't know enough about you to even uh, bring you value in your life. But you you don't know that. Like, you're not aware of that. Like, that's where that maturity comes into it. Um, but you're not aware is because there could be two reasons where one reason where you just are failing to accept that. Uh, two is just um, ignorance. You just, you don't, you, you don't have the information to, to be able to grasp. You haven't had enough life experiences to grasp that. And that doesn't matter what age you are. Um, and so I see it, I, I look at my daughters, or I look at me really, when I look to like befriend everyone, right? And it get, it's that point as, a, as a, a parent or as a father where I said, 
everybody ain't your friend. I remember I started telling my, my daughters that, like, everybody ain't your friend. Because I realized, like, I used to think myself, everybody was my friend, but everybody can't be, right? Everybody's not meant to be. Everybody's not supposed to be. And so over time, man, that's a hard question. Over, I think they just um, kind of filter their way out. I think when you change who you are, you lose the people that shouldn't be in your life. For sure. Have you ever had one person, though, that you had this epiphany that you're like, I've got to get this person out of my Does life? Does relationships count? Whatever. <laughs> anything. A whole bunch. Uh... You don't have to cite the specific example, but what were the tools, the steps that you used to get that person out of your inner circle and and Growth. I'll start like this, depending on who's listening. Don't ghost them, right? I, I do believe um, in, like, um, in communication because you might not be able to one that can change the way they are, but you can plant the seed that helps them down the line, right? And the people that I haven't wanted in my life before, uh, I, it's a conversation. It's like, where you are right now is not where I want to be. Um, and most people don't take it well because they think it's you saying that you're better than them. Um, but that's what they hear, not what actually is being said. I mean, not as you say, I'm better than you. And <laughs> if you say that, we don't recommend that. We don't recommend that, that at all. That L word. It's like, you know, you heard it, in, like you said, relationships all the time. It's like, or even in the job, it's like, you know, you are great at what you do. You, um, you have very strong attributes, but, this environment is not for you. That's simple. Like you, I mean, it doesn't. It's not a bad. Like we look at it as a bad thing, but we outgrow people. We outgrow environments, right? And and so that is, that's a huge piece of awareness that you can realize that this is no longer for me, or uh, or you're no longer for me. And letting them know is like, you know, we can. And some of those people, like, do I still stay in contact with? But. To, Based on what you said earlier, I ain't sharing my my intimate secrets with them, right? I don't trust them enough to do that. And one reason I, that you have to really let these people go, and I wanted to say this before I forget, is when you do that, when you give very important information to somebody that does not know how important it is or doesn't know how to, to care for it, you put yourself in a very vulnerable position that you could be hurt. Trust, trust is like a currency. <clears throat> and if you're making a deposit into somebody else's trust bank, you're putting your trust, your money into their bank, mm -hmm. and they turn around and spend it. Yeah, that's where the problem is. That's the key. They ain't, that, that, and that's that's the. And so we have to be. We can, we can keep these people in our circle, but you can't be mad at them, right? Because once you realize it's once you realize it, it's your responsibility to address the issue and what information or relationship you have with them from that moment on is your responsibility. And what we do is, what I see people do a lot of times is, and I've, I, did, I did this years, years ago, you know, 20 years ago at least, where you you get mad at them because they didn't do with it what you thought they should, but you knew they were. Mm -hmm. You knew they were going to do it. Right, but you say you don't get it. If I if it, if it was if it was me, I would have handled it like this. 
but you literally know in the deepest part of your soul that they weren't that person that you should have gave that responsibility or that currency to. And so over time, when you're when you're burnt enough times, you realize that my inner circle is really small, really small. You know what I mean? And burning doesn't necessarily have to be somebody turning around and spending your trust money. Burning could also be them not holding the space that you need when you are sharing that information. I've encountered people like that when I, I needed to like get it out and they weren't there to receive it. And again, that doesn't make them Damn, a bad person. Yeah. So it's, it's not all this negative, you know, I told you secret A and then you spread it to the world and okay, now I don't want to be your friend anymore or I, I need to get you out of my circle. But also part for me, part of that circle is that I can tell you anything and you'll be there for me realizing that not everybody's in a place every second of every day. They're going through their own thing they're and going, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But there's that that accountability piece where if you're in my inner circle and I was like, man, I need to talk. Do you have time? I also accept the fact when somebody says, brother, I can't right now, but if you hit me up in two hours, I can talk or whatever. That's good, solid inner circle stuff as opposed to somebody who just tells you, I don't have time for you. So how do you? Um, or they ghost you. Like when you're reaching out, they ghost you. Yeah, yeah. So how do you? How do you? So when you getting people in your inner circle, like that, that makes me think about. Like, are they even in the place to 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 help you? Like, do you? Do, is there like a criteria where like you need to be better at this than me? I really, truly think it's you know, it's like mentorship. And right. we had that episode on mentorship mm-hmm. where we talked about it's weird if you if you slide a contract across the table and like, will you be my mentor? Right? That's weird. The Navy right. tried to do that. It was weird. The Marine Corps did too, the mentorship program. It just happens. And it, again, I'm always using dating analogies. It's like It's like when you meet somebody and you're like, this works. I feel that in turn, that the... Um, inner circle is the same way you know when it's good you know and it just happens and i read somewhere is a long time ago how people exchange trust i give you a little see what you do with it you give it back information is it safe is it safe that's right and so it's like relationship in one-on-one is it safe it's the small deposit when i tell you how i feel is it safe when i tell you what you don't what i don't like about you is it safe when i tell you what i do like about you is it safe it's like we're always waiting. We'll give a little bit, and then we're seeing like how it's received. And when if it if it's received well, we know we can. Okay, let's go to let's go to the next step. But if not, you're like okay. Then I they're see, not, I and they're, then they stop at whatever ring. And mm-hmm. if you think about the the bullseye on a dartboard or whatever, mm, we're talking yeah. about that center piece. And maybe you find out somebody's out on the and I don't know the rings, but we'll call it the seven ring, right? Like they're further out, <laughs> right? And that's okay. We need people everywhere. And when you said earlier, everybody's not your friend, I think it depends on how you define friend. I try to be friendly with everybody, and I try to be accepting of everybody and all that. But how do I define the people that are – I define the people that are in my inner circle beyond friend. That needs to be a criteria and a very tight one. 
See, I don't have a criteria. No, I you just, do have a criteria. That is it. But it's not like written down. It don't have to be written down. Nobody said a criteria is only when you well, write you, it down. But you asked, like, <laughs> do you have criteria to get in your inner circle? Well, that's the criteria. Yeah. It's a verbal criteria. What what you like, 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 um, like, cur- like courtesies. There's written ones and unwritten ones. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Customs yeah. and courtesies, right? Uh, I'm gonna hit through this. I know we got we got a little bit of time left, but I, this is one. How do you have an inner circle in a professional environment without alienated, alienating other people? And that's a great question because there's leadership is lonely. And the, the further toward the center you get, if you want to think about it like that or higher up the food chain or whatever your, I guess, your uh, thought process is, mm-hmm. the lonelier it gets because you – are not able to share things that you might share with your team the further up the food chain you get. This is a guarantee. We both know that the world. Yeah, and it, it is <laughs> lonely, very hard. It's lonely at the top. So how do you have those people that you can talk to that are truly a part of your inner circle without alienating everybody else? I would say those people cannot be in your immediate team. Mm. Look to others, either other people that are in a similar position as you, you have to build – again, you're still trying to grow. So that inner circle where you can talk about the things, the dynamics going on with your team can't be with anybody within that team. Yeah, but, like, that's a hard one because, like – super hard. Because we just talked about the inner circle being very intimate and close, right, in, in every sense of the word, right? But then you say, like, you got to – well, what happened if they started here? This was the inner circle – and then they got promoted. Yeah, happens all the time. Right? What do you do with that? Like, how do you just, like, it was nice knowing you guys. You're no longer worthy. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think there's any I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. There's no. There is a wrong answer. And well, there's, there's a right definitely one. a wrong answer. But there's, there's not a, but to some degree there's not, Morgan, because there are definitely, and I'm thinking of guys right now that are in my inner circle. And I was promoted before they were, or they were promoted before I was. And we all remained very close. It's respect. It's respect. It's a matter yeah. of respecting that, hey. And understanding. You're the one who's leading now. And if you tell me you need me to do something, it's either because I'm the best person for the job, I'm the only person for the job, or it's just what the team needs. Yeah. I always tell people, like, uh, if you think you had friends, or we can talk, we talk about oh, yeah. Sarga, You think <laughs> If you think you had friends, right, your friends will never put you in a position where you where you have to make them do anything. And that's a they part might of call that. you out, but it ain't gonna be in front of everybody else. Exactly, and that's a part <laughs> like, of that inner circle. Jody, what WTF, bro? Like, yep. what, what's going on? But I, when when you say it in front of everybody, got it. And that that's when you, I think it's safe to have people in your inner circle that you've, I don't want to say outgrown, but been promoted ahead of. Mm-hmm. Those are the safe examples of. However, comma pause, for effect you also have to make sure that it's not perceived by everybody else on the team that they're your favorite. Mm. That's the part that's Because when we get favorites, we treat the favorites differently. Or even if it's not, but it's perceived as, that can be cancerous to the team. Very, very much so, yeah. I mean, in my, career, in my military career, like, I know I have, you know, I had younger Marines that were in my inner circle, right? They still exist to this day, mm-hmm. right? But... 
and people know now because I've said it so much at the end of my career. But before, no one really knew. They just knew that they were heavy. I call them my little demons, right? my little heavy hitters. And there was only um, there was only three of them, right? My whole career that I would consider like, here you go. You can call me Morgan type thing, and that's not something I would have you know said back then. But like, and they still exist. They still I can call them right right this moment and be like. I need you and they'll be there for me type thing. And um, they are, they are important to me. I consider them family at this point. Right. Um, but it was a very, it, I had to learn the hard way because <laughs> you want to like, because the fraternization is huge within yep. the military, but like fraternization is also a bigger thing. As the further you go up in any chain, you have to be very careful, but how everyone perceives their relationship, because if, if they come, um, they come into a situation and they see like, oh, why is this person always getting? Why is this the person? And then now you have to. The moment you have to explain yourself why you're doing something, you've, lost you've, it. you've already done it. Yeah. So, and it, you, you you almost in most cases you can't get it back now unless either you leave or that other person leaves. But then that other that that dark cloud is over your head. It's like, well, he or she did it before. It's probably liable to happen again, and it ain't me. You know, somebody that's out there playing the victim. Yeah, and. You know? I think that you just have to ask yourself, what assumptions are people making or what's their perception? If I maintain a very close relationship with this person, is it possible that this person or myself could be moved somewhere else so that you can maintain that inner circle relationship? Mm -hmm. Now we're talking more friendship stuff. Right. Can I maintain that friendship without it mixing with the professional stuff? And if the answer is no, if let's say you're now leading the team that that person is in, that's tough. I remember the first time that happened to me in a professional sense where um, I got promoted. Was I got promoted to a sergeant, and we were corporals together, and I told him to do something, and, like, he just he went high and to the right. He just went off, and I, he was like, yeah, ever since you, you got promoted, you, you, you've been acting different. And, like, I literally had to tell him, like, I have a different responsibility. Like, I, and I didn't get it then. I was so young. I was like, I don't. I didn't know how to navigate that. Yeah. I didn't know how to navigate it. So I just was like, I literally just ghosted it. Like, I just like, I think I was in my early 20s when it happened and we we stopped being friends. What was the biggest thing you learned from that? Everybody ain't your friend. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that, that that's when I realized that if, if he was truly my friend, he would have took time to understand. Right, and then we could have had a conversation, but he put me in a, in a position where I had to reprimand him, and it was in front of people. So, what do you want me to do? What part of that did you control, though? What was your part in that mess? How I reacted, and um, I actually didn't go off. I didn't go off. I actually pulled him to a side um, later on, and it's like, why'd you do that, man? He said, Yeah, because you've been acting. I have to. Like, but he he didn't get it. He never got it. Like he literally never got it. He actually didn't stay in Marine Corps long either. Yeah. And usually people that don't get it don't stay long, right? Uh, there are some people that don't get it and stay longer, but, you know, that's a different subject. Uh, but it made sense. Like some people just don't understand. Um, when, and I didn't understand because when you're used to being at a certain level, you don't get what the next level is dealing with. Like, you you, you know, I was like, oh, I'm tired of being in in uh, working parties and doing the, doing the, the, the labor. And then I got into the meetings. I was like, I want the working parties back. Yeah, get, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. And so you you think you know, but you have no idea what the, the intent 
of an organization is, the higher it goes because they give it to you at each level differently, right? Because right at the lower level, you might have a different responsibility. But then the next level, the other person has another responsibility and another responsibility, right? And then, but you don't get that until you get there. And there's sometimes when you have the right mentorship and the right inner circle of people that have grown in front of you, it's like, hey, this is what's going on. And I started to get friends like yourself and other people that were star majors uh, that got promoted like maybe once or twice before me. And they would tell me that their stories. And I was like, ah, I get it now. And so I remember I got to the point where I was telling people, it's like, just hold your roll. You don't understand or know what they have to go through. And I, I won't get political on here. Um, with Donald Trump. I remember when they first, when they was like, oh, he's going to run. They were like, oh, he's going to suck. I was like, do we really know that yet? We we didn't know it at that time. Like Before he got elected, we didn't know he was going to be who he turned out to be, good or bad, right? And my point to a friend was like, he thought I was actually being being like, like indirectly mean. Is that condescending? Like, uh, it could be, yeah. Yeah, right? And he, said, he thought I was being kind of, he always messed up our relationship. But I was like, we, you don't know what leadership has to any president. Yeah. You don't know. I know enough about leadership in my own right to know that I don't know enough about what he has to deal with to make a determination on what he, what, what right. he should do. Period. Right. That's called intelligence. Right. And so uh, we had that conversation where we almost lost it because I said that because it didn't. I was give, you know I was giving somebody credit and they didn't understand why. Well, he was making assumptions about. About your position, correct. Like, and I, and personally, when it comes to politics, anyone, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You can judge me as you want. I know, as a leader, I can only affect the things in my in yeah. my circle. In your circle. <laughs> in right. my circle. On your. If I want to change the presidency, I need to go be the day go president or sit on Congress or something else, right? And that's not my that's not my gift. That's not my lane, and so I stay in my lane. I think that's a it just. To further the analogy of the dartboard, mm -hmm. that's your dartboard. Leadership is what the darts you can throw on that board. So you've got the inner circle all the way out to the widest ring. Right. But once you get outside of that ring, mm, you have no that's effect a good on it. Oh, that, I just got that analogy you now. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you came to me while you were talking. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You can only go so far out and then beyond that. After that, that I, can't, can't I can't do nothing about the presidency. Yeah. I, I literally, I can vote. Vote, yeah. And then, but that's in my bubble. That's outside right. of that, I can't, once it's done, I. And I that, can't stress myself out about something I can't control. And that comes into <laughs> other areas of whether it's work or life or whatever. Ask yourself at what point. So because we are starting to, to wrap up soon. But so the tips, one of the tips is ask yourself, at what point am I off my dartboard? Like we're talking about inner circle. But everybody falls on different rings. And then there's a point where they're just off. the Right. Board completely. Because there's certain people that I'll that I'll that are fine. They're just not for me. Right. Right. They're not, we might not be, and it might not be that we have, we think differently. They just might be going in a different direction, different industry, different thought pattern, and which is okay. It's not for me to pass judgment. That doesn't mean I want them out of my life. They just not going to be in, in the, the inner, inner circle. circle. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're going to be two or three removed or one removed. You know what I mean? Um, then there's that bullseye. And that's, that's left for people that, are, that I died for. And I think that <laughs> inner circle is, I'm thinking about my own, the different, I have, you know, several, right? I guess if you will. That's a great analogy. I yeah. really like that. We need to like coin it. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark it right now. Um, but I think that for me, factors are respect, accountability, and trust mm -hmm. are like the three key things 
that are specific to my inner circle. Okay, well, if we do three for me, it would be trust, um, self-awareness. Um, Meaning the other person is self-aware as well? Correct. Okay. Yeah, they uh, they have to be self-aware. I can't yep. deal with people that it irritates me. So yeah. you can't be in my inner circle if you irritate me. Um, and then, so the self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Right, I want to. I want to be around people that are that are that are doing the same work that I'm doing emotionally, so I can have somebody to relate to and understand, and we can bring value to each other. Those things are important to me. I would also add that if you want to be better at something, mm-hmm. surround yourself with people that are great at what you want to be better at. Yes, that's a part of building a strong mm-hmm. inner circle. Yes, I, I think that's huge. But, you know, all of those are great, and all of those uh, bring value to us. And just make sure that you we talk about, you know, I'll end it with this. We talk about our inner circles. Understand that you are somebody else's within somebody else's inner circle. So they're watching. You're bringing value to other people's lives. So don't don't get so caught up on, like, who's in your bubble, but realize that you're in somebody else's too. Probably multiple other people's bubbles. Exactly. And so, they might be like the Olympic things where they, they intersect. They intersect, yeah. But they're, they're, you might be in somebody's bubble who's not necessarily in yours. Well, easy day. Well, that was a great episode. And um, inner, inner Circle. And leave us some reviews. You're a part of our inner circle uh, of listeners. Yes, you're, not, you're on my board. I'm telling you. I promise. You're on my board. Now that you say something crazy online, and I'm like, you're off my board. But if you put the five stars, you'll get closer. No, I'm joking. No, that's not how we get gauge the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you. You know, Leave a review, leave some stars, um, and, and tell us how this episode brought, brought you value and, and give us some stories that we would love to hear from you. Strengthen your inner circle. It's a part of growth. Always. Thanks Thank for you. hanging out, everybody. See you later. Bye.